Praise the Lord, my friends. Thank you so much for joining this podcast, the podcast of D.A. Smith Ministries. It is my prayer that the word of God that you hear today will bless you, empower you, and encourage you. Listen in to the word of God as it is taught and or preached and enjoy this podcast. God bless you. Praise the Lord, everybody. We got a message to encourage you and let you know that no matter what you're going through, there's still glory coming and it's coming after this. Clap your hands. Come on. Ministries. Whether you are a member of Restoration Apostolic Temple of Jesus Christ, a member of St. Louis Missionary Baptist Church, I have chosen to fellowship with us today. We thank you for tuning in and are so glad you are here. We hope you are blessed by the songs of the Lord, blessed by the proclaimed word of God, and blessed by all the prayers going forth in Jesus' name. Good evening and praise the Lord. I'm so glad that you are with us this evening in our uh, Bible study, 
glad that you were able to join us. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We're so thankful unto the Lord for this opportunity to share with you in your homes or wherever you are. Uh, we're glad that the Lord has afforded us this opportunity to be together and share the word of God. There is no uh, doubt that we are in a state of crises. There's no doubt that we are going through one of the uh, most horrific times in our country, in our nation. But there's also no doubt that the Lord is with us and he's standing by us. And so with that in mind, we pursue, we continue on in the name of Jesus Christ. And tonight, um, I want to talk to you from the word of God. Now, if you have been following us in our Bible study at either one of our locations, Restoration, Temple of Rocky Point, or St. Louis and Chinquapin, you know that we have been talking from the theme this year of operating kingdom excellence. And we've been talking from that, <coughs> excuse me, throughout this year. And because of the pandemic, <clears throat> we've had to uh, venture off a little bit from our uh, curriculum that we had started. And, uh, but we will get back to that. Right now, we're just being led of God uh, to, to take this different path. Uh, and we're going to go as God lead us. Tonight, I want to talk about the wilderness experience. The wilderness experience. I want to talk about the wilderness experience. Pray with me, if you will. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you right now. I thank you for everyone who has tuned in. I thank you for everyone who has shared during this time of Bible study. I pray that you would go into every home, Lord, wherever they are. Touch them in Jesus' name. I pray now, open up your word. Give us understanding. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. <clears throat> I want to begin this lesson tonight in Deuteronomy chapter 8. You see it on your screen. Deuteronomy chapter number 8. <clears throat> the wilderness experience. I also want to greet our uh, conference line listeners who are on. We greet you tonight. <clears throat> Excuse me. Deut Deuteronomy chapter 8 beginning at verse number two. We're going to start there. The wilderness experience. And it reads, and thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness to humble thee and to prove thee to know what was in thine heart whether thou wouldest keep his commandments or no. Read that again. Thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness to humble thee and to prove thee to know what was in thine heart, whether thou wouldest keep his commandments or no. 
And so when we look at the wilderness, we want to try to get an understanding tonight. What is the wilderness? Excuse me. What is the purpose of the wilderness? The wilderness serves as a passageway. It serves as a passageway. It's, It's a transition. It's it's when you exit from one place to a new place. It's a place that gets you from and then to. And when we look at the scriptures, we understand that the Israelites, when they left from Egypt, they went by way of the wilderness to get into the better place. And so the wilderness is that place in between that the uh, Israelites had to go through in order to get to where God wanted them to be. Of course, the ultimate place was Canaan, the promised land. Oh, but they couldn't just take off and go. They had to go through the wilderness. And so we see Israel in our text and we see them through in the book of Exodus as they were transitioning from Egypt into Canaan. And I believe It's my belief that we as a people, I believe that we as a nation, I believe that we as a church, we are in a transitioning period. I used to hear a song and we sing it sometime in devotion says Zion is calling me to a higher place of praise. And I believe if you are a believer, you can feel that calling right now that that during this time, You're being called to a higher place. And that's what this wilderness experience is doing. It's calling you to a higher place. And so we have to to realize that this this wilderness experience is just a transition. It's just a place in which we're going through in order to get to. All right. But there are some things that should be happening while we are through going through this. I don't know about you, but if I'm going through something, I don't want to be going through just to be going through. If the Lord is allowing me to go through, Lord, let me know why. Lord, what is it that I'm supposed to learn? Lord, show me the test, the lesson in the test. You know, if you take a test in the academic field or the academics uh, world, your classes, it's because you have went through a lesson. It's because you have went through the curriculum. You went through the classes. And at the end, you are given a test. There's something that we are supposed to learn through this. There's something that we're supposed to grab from this. So there are probably many things that you can learn from the wilderness, but we're just going to talk about three tonight. We're not going to be very long. I just want to drop this in your spirit. <clears throat> three things that should be happening in the wilderness. Number one, we are to be led of and by God. <clears throat> we are to be led of and by God. I want to go back to that theme scripture, Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 8, verse number two. And it reads, and thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God does what led thee these 40 years. The whole time Israel was in the wilderness, God was leading them. 
No matter what we're going through, no matter what we are facing, we got to know that God is leading us. God is leading us through this wilderness. God is leading us through this test. All right. And we have to be led of God. We have to be led by God. We have to be led. We have to be led. We have to be led. At a time like this, you can't be led by your emotions. At a time like this, you can't be led, praise God, by your intellect. Because even now, your intellect is questionable. Uh, because uh, you may think you know the way. You may know, think you know the answer. But, but God knows what you can't see. He's been where you want to or trying to go. And so... He knows the way that we take. <clears throat> and so we have to be led of and by God. I want to make this statement to you. If we don't trust God, we're not going to make it. If we don't trust God, we are not going to make it. Not just through this, but in life. <clears throat> because he is our only way out. He is our only way through. You know, I was thinking about uh, they were saying that um, you you need to wear a mask. And I wear a mask when I go out and they say you need to uh, wear your gloves and things. I do that. But then they say, well, you wear one glove for this because you don't want to cross contaminate. So so many different things that you try not to do and you're scared to do because you don't want to do this because it might come back in this way. Or your mail, you know, you don't want to bring your mail in the house without spraying it down first. And then there's this, that. It's so many things that you have to take in consideration. I come to the conclusion, I just got to trust God. We have just got to trust God to lead us and guide us through this process. Because if not, we'll go, we'll go bonkers. We'll go crazy trying to figure this thing out. Same thing with anything in your life. You have just got to trust God. Trust him with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. I want to go to Exodus chapter 13. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Beginning at verse 17. And it came to pass when Pharaoh had let the people go. All right. Now, I want to mention this to you. God's hand was on Pharaoh's heart. Pharaoh may have thought he was doing that on his own, but God was behind it the whole while. Even your enemies are controlled by God. Satan is controlled by God. Satan may think he has the upper hand in your life, But really, he can only do what God allows him to do. All right. When Pharaoh had let the people go, God led them not through the way of the land of the Philistines. Although that was near. For God said, let's peradventure the people repent when they see war and they return to Egypt. All right. The Lord said, I'm not going to let them take the easy way to get to Canaan. 
it would have been easy for them to take this path to get to Canaan. Uh, but I'm not going to let them go that way. I want them to go another way because if they go that way, as soon as <clears throat> they uh, see what they're going to change their mind and they're going to go back to Egypt. As soon as they see the sign of a trouble, they're going to change their mind about coming out of the situation and they're going to change their mind about going to another place and they're going to go back to bondage. So I'm going to make them go through something to appreciate deliverance. My God, my God. Sometimes we go through. So when we come out, we appreciate deliverance. And that's I'm going to get on that in just a few moments. And but God led the, the people about through the way of the wilderness of the Red Sea. And the children of Israel went up harnessed out of the land of Egypt. Out of the land of Egypt. Now, I want to go down to verse 21. I said we got to be led of God. We got to be led by God. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of a cloud to lead them the way. And by night in a pillar of, of fire to give them light to go by day and night. He took not away the pillar of the cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people. He always was with them to guide them, to direct them. <coughs> Excuse me. No matter, despite them, he was always there. <clears throat> he always guided them. He always directed them. He always showed them the way. Showed them the way out. Showed them the way through. He always guided them. Now, that's one thing that we, we've got to get through this. We've got to know that where God guides, he provides. Where God guides, he provides. If he brings us to it, he'll bring us through it. If he brings us in it, he'll give us what we need to get out of it. And he'll supply our needs. My God shall supply all of our needs. Now, the second thing that I believe is important that we get through this wilderness experience is that we become more appreciative. I touched on that just a few minutes ago, but we have got to become more appreciative. It's easy at a time like this to fall into a pattern of complaining. Oh, it is very easy to become one that just complains, complains, complains about everything that's going wrong right now. I have done it. Everybody has done it at some point. If not now, they have done it in their life. Oh, this ain't right. That ain't right. Why they doing this? Why they doing that? Why can't we? Well, why they saying this? They ought to do this. It's easy to fall into that pattern of complaining. We weren't the first ones that were like this. Let's go to Numbers chapter 11. Numbers chapter 11. And verse 
number one. And when the people complained, <coughs> this is the Israelites, it displeased the Lord and the Lord heard it <coughs> and his anger was kindled and the fire of the Lord burnt among them and consumed them that were in the uttermost parts of the camp. The Lord heard it. When we complain, the Lord hears that. He hears that. All right. God had been providing for them in the wilderness. No, it wasn't. It wasn't, you know, a, a, a fun day at the park, but he was providing for them in the wilderness. They had become accustomed to the things life had as it was in Egypt. Mind you, Egypt was bondage, but they had become accustomed to the way they had it. Just because it's good does not mean it's good for you. Just because it's good does not mean it's good for you. They had become accustomed to the life that they were living. They had fresh vegetables. They had good fish. Oh, you know, we love a good fish. They had good fish. <clears throat> they had it good there in Egypt in terms of their diet plan. But now God pulls them out of, of Egypt, brings him into the wilderness, and he said, you know what you're going to eat? You're going to have manna. Manna. No more fish. No more good uh, cucumbers and all that stuff. You're going to have manna. <clears throat> uh, Lord, what in the world you think wrong with him? Going to give us manna. What who upset him like that? You know, just complaining <clears throat> instead of just going through and getting over it. And then the Lord makes this statement. They need to know man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. It's more to life than then sitting up there eating steaks and, and chicken. You need the word of God. And and so they had taken on this nature of complaining. This nature of complaining. Could it be that now is a time that God is showing us that we have taken too many things for granted? And we have taken too many things for granted too long. And so now in this experience, he said, I want to show you that you're going to survive, but you, you got to feel now what it's like to be without some things. Because when you had it, you didn't appreciate it. And I'm not saying this to rebuke tonight. I'm just saying, let's think about it. Let's think about it. Let's think about it. How many times have we taken family for granted <clears throat> until the time has come now where the only ones we can really spend time with is the ones in our household because we're under a lockdown order. How many times have we taken our church family for granted? Sometimes we, we haven't always gone to church as much as we could have gone. Sundays, Bible study nights, we, we didn't go. We didn't have nothing to do. Or even we, we was tired. We just decided we wasn't going to go. 
because oh they ain't they ain't talking about much in that tonight or whatever we take it for granted and now we're in a position where if we wanted to go we couldn't go not without being locked up <clears throat> and so uh here we are in this experience he's trying to show you okay now i want you to see that you got to be more appreciative you got to be more appreciative and so here comes again Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse number 2 this is where it ties back in Deuteronomy 8 and 2 glory to God thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness to do what? humble thee <clears throat> I don't know about y'all <clears throat> excuse me I don't know about y'all but this has been humbling some things you go through will make you uh, rethink life you know it's one thing praise God to uh, decide whether you want to go somewhere or not versus them telling you you ain't going. That's that's a humbling thing. Uh, and so we have got to take this, say, okay, something that God is wanting to show us out of this. He want to humble us a little bit. Humble us. I will be glad to get back among the believers. I will be glad when that time comes. But in the meanwhile, Lord, what else do you want me to see? What else do you want to show me? All right. Last thing. We talked about that the wilderness is showing us how to be led of God and by God. We said also the wilderness is helping us to become more appreciative. But it's also building anticipation for the promise. The wilderness is building anticipation for the promise. Or what God has next. I want you to repeat these words after me. Right where you are. Something good is coming. Something good is coming. I know they predict the coronavirus is going to be a repeat. I know they're saying this, that, and the other. But I come to tell you. Something good is going to come. Something good. I believe we're going to be stronger. I believe we're going to be better. There's going to be a new normal. People say we want to get back to where we were. We won't be back where we were. We're going to be better. We're going to be better. Something good is coming. When the wilderness, when we've come through the wilderness, we're coming through to go to somewhere. Deuteronomy 8 chapter number 7. Uh, excuse me. Chapter 8 verse number 7. I apologize. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse number 7. <clears throat> We're going to read down a few verses. For the Lord thy God. Bringeth thee. Listen. We can't do it by ourselves. This is going to be all God. 
It's going to be all God. It's not going to be a scientist. It's not going to be, uh, you know, a work of man. This is going to be God. And when before it's all over, everybody is going to have to confess that if God didn't do it, nobody did it. God is the only one that can do it. For the Lord God bringeth thee into a good land. Glory to God. A land of brooks of water, of fountains and depths that spring out of valleys and hills. A land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranate. A land of oil, olive and honey. <coughs> Excuse me. A land wherein thou shalt eat bread without scarceness. There be no famine. And thou shalt not lack anything in it. A land whose stones are iron and out of whose hills thou mayest dig brass. When thou hast eaten and are full, thou shalt bless the Lord, thou God, for the good land which he hath given thee. But listen, beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, lest when thou hast eaten and are full and hast built goodly houses and dwelt therein, and when thy herds and thy flocks multiply and thy silver and gold is multiplied and all thy house is multiplied, then thy heart be lifted up and thou forget the Lord thy God. We cannot get to the place where we get blessed and forget the Lord. Something good is coming. Something good is coming. But when we get there, we got to look back and say, thank you, Jesus. But I got, I got a better challenge. Can we thank him in advance? Glory to God. Thank him in advance while we are going through the storm in the wilderness. While we are going through right now, can we lift our hands up to him and say, Lord, I thank you that it is well as it is. I thank you that even though, praise God, there's sickness all around, there's restrictions, there's this, there's that. I praise you in spite of it all because it could be worse. It could be a whole lot worse, but I praise you because one day something good is coming out of it all. Something good is coming out of it all. I believe we're going to be better. I believe we're going to be stronger. I believe my praise is being ignited right now. I believe my worship is being ignited right now. And I believe somebody going to be saved. Somebody is going to be saved because they realize that you spared their life. Somebody is going to be delivered through it all. I believe somebody, if if it's just one, somebody is going to repent from their sins and say, I want to be saved. Something good is going to happen. Something good is going to happen. And so we got to keep in mind as we go through this wilderness experience, We got to be led of God. We got to be more appreciative and say, Lord, I believe you. And I'm sorry, Lord, for the times that I I have taken for granted to think the simple things. Just 
just being able to to go and walk around the mall if I wanted to. Just the simple things of life. Oh, Lord, forgive me. Lord God, ben, I should have went to church more. I should have done that more. Now I want to go and can't go. Lord, have mercy. I should have went to visit this one, that, and that one more. Now I can't go, Lord. But I, I know now. I see now. I see now, Lord. And from that, you build up uh, the mindset, I'm going to change. Good comes when we change. Good comes when we change. This is Holy Week. This is Passion Week. This is Passion Week. This is a good time to make a change. This is a good time to say, Lord, you have brought us to this place. You have brought us to a time where I have nothing else to do major but to get myself together and get my life straight with you. I'm in this experience because I know you have something greater down the road. And I want to talk to you, whether you are saved, uh, to get better in your walk with him. Get closer to him. If you're not saved, <clears throat> I want to tell you this is the time. Repent. Have a change of heart. Have a change of mind. Repent of your sins. Repent just means I'm changing my mind. Just repent of your sins. Repent of your sins. And I'm going to make this appeal to you. Today is the day of the Lord's salvation. Repent of your sins. And then once you do that, then it won't be much longer. We will have access to water. We want to baptize you in his precious name. And then Bible says there's a gift for you. There's a gift for you, the gift of the Holy Ghost. God living inside of you. You need that. Somebody said, why are you making this appeal? Because it's now or it could be never. We don't know when the Lord is coming back. But I do know we're not going through this for nothing. Something good is coming. Something good is coming. And I want you to be a part of it. I want you to be a part of it. Reach out to us. Reach out to us. We're extending our arm to you. Grab it. We want to bring you into the fold. God bless you. I want to say a prayer tonight <coughs> for all those who are sick, not just um, in our churches, but there are some who are across the country, as you know, who are dealing with sickness of all kinds. And I want you to connect your faith with me. Let us pray for them and the bereaved. Oh, my God, there are so many who are hurting right now. Families, they're dying by families. They are dying. Can you believe that? They are dying by families. Some are being left as being the only ones in the household now. That's that's tough. We can't go and be there, but we can pray. We can pray. Let's pray for them. Let's pray for wholeness tonight. Father, in Jesus name, we thank you. Thank you for your healing power. Thank you for your anointing. We pray for all of the sick tonight. 
those who may be even connected to this line that, that are sick, send your healing power in the name of Jesus. Lord, visit the nursing homes, the rehab centers, those who are afflicted. <clears throat> those, oh God, who are all over the country in the hot spots that are being, oh God, tormented with this COVID-19. Send healing, I pray in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your deliverance. Thank you for your healing. I pray, Lord God, that you would touch the bereaved families. Send your peace, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I pray, oh God, lift the heavy burden. Oh God, send peace in the name of Jesus. Lord, bring wholeness back to us. Lord, we don't want to be where we were. We want to be better. We want to be more appreciative. We want to be led of you. Lord, now prepare our hearts for the good that's coming. Lord, we know you have something great. Lord, we want to experience it. We want to be ready when it comes. Lord, we thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we give you the glory and honor. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. On tomorrow, at some point tomorrow, you can be on the lookout on our social media pages, both for Restoration Apostolic Temple, St. Louis, you will see a post of a past message uh, for uh, Passion Week, Passion Week, just for your uh, viewing, I encourage you to view. Be a, be a, it would be a past message, pre-recorded. You can watch. Amen. We don't want to forget that this is Passion Week, and so I encourage you to take a listen. Let's remember what the Lord has done, and also those who are able to give tonight. We encourage you to do so through our various given platforms, which will be on your screen in just a few moments. We thank you so much for tuning in. On Sunday morning at 11 o'clock a.m., we'll be right back, both on this conference line and through Facebook, delivering our Resurrection Sunday morning message right there to your homes. God bless you. We love you all. We'll see you in Jesus' name. God bless you.